0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of
1: Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing.
2: Grab a pint and enjoy. This is Marshall, Total Auto Solutions, and wow, this is going to be a super fun episode. At least it was for me. Hey, I'm a big Rennie Doyle fan uh, because as a person, man, I just I really enjoy the guy. I love his smile and his uh, his giggle, I guess, in a sense, like who he is. He, he He's a fun guy. He he was the first person to be at our SEMA pint night, the inaugural one. And and I was walking through the room just to go look at the door. And I looked over and him and his wife were there and I said, come on, let's go grab a beer. Uh, so it was cool. They were the first people to, to drink a beer with at, at our uh, inaugural pint night years ago in 2017. So it was an honor to be on his podcast I'm grateful that uh, he asked. The, the key points of uh, this episode, which are fun for me, is, you know, I get to explain the story of, you know, how I got started, um, why we created the Pints and Polishing podcast, how I came up with the name, how I went about, you know, figuring it out. And then also the story is me as a business owner, how I've been able to go from mobile detailer, now 19 plus years in the industry, to having a national brand that is greatly helping the industry by reducing the amount of plastics that we waste. And so we get to look at an example of there in his location of cubes. And each of those cubes weigh three pounds of industrial grade plastic. So I ask him the question, I ask you the question also. Well, if a water bottle, which is very thin, lasts 400 years, how long does industrial grade plastic last? And then at what point do we as an industry decide, hey, there's a change that probably should be made because as an industry, the amount of plastic waste that we are putting out, industrial grade. What's that, a 1,000 years? Who knows? So what point do we as an industry have to start making an account for, for what we do? And that's a big reason why I created HyperClean. So It was cool that he asked the question and I got to explain it because, you know, this is what builds community. Open discussions, brand neutrality, getting to have free thoughts. I hope it serves you, the detailer, And I hope you get a lot out of it. Please, if you do, leave a comment, leave a review, and uh, go share it to your detailing friends because it's an episode that I think is worthy for a lot of people to hear. Hope you enjoy.
1: Well, look at there. Look who we got on.
2: How's it going, guys? Hey, what's happening, man? What's up, man? You know, living
3: the dream. Sorry about the the trouble. You make up, Rennie. Yeah.
2: Bro, don't start it so early. Then you don't have to be dreaming all yeah, the time. Yeah,
3: you could just
0: wake up and be yeah. in reality, bro. Wait, 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 yeah.
3: wait! Isn't it isn't it nine yeah. o'clock where you guys are?
2: I know, but he said he's living in the dream. It's like five <laughs> o'clock there, isn't it? Like y'all are crazy. Oh, no, it's se- it's seven. It's late.
1: Oh, He oh. oh. yeah, stopped dreaming at
0: what eight? Eight thirty?
2: Right. Yeah,
1: it's late. It's late. So, so hey guys, what's up, man? What's happening? Hey, thanks for you having up? us on. Oh man, I mean, YouTube... Uh, YouTube. The only thing I blew it on is I've got my, my I've got my pints and polishers uh, shirt, but I wore it on Monday and it's dirty. Oh uh, man, that's a
2: shame, Rennie. That's a shame. It. Hold on, we'll be right back. We'll be right back.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Look at that. They just left.
3: I How know, dare they're gone. you? They just got yeah, here too. Hey, you know,
2: Rennie, what we really love is <laughs> we're still we're still in the spirit of the inauguration. Hopefully you'll make it, man. We're still pulling. It wasn't
0: 2020, but maybe 21.
2: Maybe 2021, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? You'll have to take in. Uh, we've got a little surprise. I opened up our ballots in California and Chris will be, we'll be releasing something, uh, you know, today or tomorrow. So it's kind of fun with that, you know,
0: but here's the, I don't know if I want that job. Too late. Yeah. Too late. Yeah, yeah, late man. We're already pushing here. Yeah. I'm
2: just, I'm
1: just we got
0: two boats people. in Oklahoma already. Yeah, you got there two you from go.
2: here.
1: Two from Right here. on. I, I love it, man. So hey guys, so let's let's jump into this. So how the heck? So tell us about your podcast, because it's probably one of the funner ones uh, out there because it's well it's you two. You can see, just look at the two of you. Look at Wait, us.
2: <laughs> did he just say we're funny looking? Really? Yeah, well, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah
1: appreciate it i didn't say that but i kind of meant it you know yeah, I, I think, on that
0: direction i think that's, I think that's what he meant
1: <laughs> definitely so so tell what what where did you guys come up with the the idea how did how did that i mean how are you sit around and say hey let's talk about beer and
2: detailing i <laughs> uh, i interviewed detailers and asked them what things that they were uh into um mm-hmm
0: and you got some weird answers back huh some very some very uh some very
2: interesting answers <laughs> like hey don't
0: be that truthful about what you're into <laughs> yeah Let's stick to something
2: you know we we couldn't do it on uh plastic dolls and blow-ups you know we <laughs> you know we had to we had to kind of choose something that was uh an appropriate theme you know as we know detailers can have uh a lot of life experiences that they uh, enjoy yeah. and uh you know, one of the most common that seemed to be an okay topic would be, uh, something that we both have done. <laughs> well, hell one of our fairly t- first times hanging out was I would take them cruising and we would stop by Sonics and stop by different places it's, or, you know, we would run even when you're certain a bad influence. We just have always drank together a lot. So, uh, you know, it just, it is a natural thing. Uh, a lot of detailers drink and, uh, we drink and we talk about detailing. So
0: What you do after That's you drink cool. is up to you, all yeah. Right? Yeah. So,
1: hey, you, you. Hey, you know what was really fun is last night, um, our our daughter's in, uh, in flight school. She's a helicopter pilot. She's going after a commercial license right now in southern Utah. So we took our youngest daughter over and met uh, our oldest daughter in Vegas yesterday afternoon and then drove right back home. But I was going by um, the hotel that we all stayed at last September. And I remember sitting back, you know, it was cool to sit with you guys. Oh, when we
2: were at the pool? Yeah. The one from uh, Mobile Tech uh, Vegas, is that what you're talking about? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Little Narwhal. Little Narwhal was there. Yeah, Little Narwhal was there. He came out and hung out with us. Yeah. For
1: quite a while. But just, it was so cool to get to know you guys on that level. Just, we just sat there. After everybody had left, you know, the show, we were still in town. Or did they throw us out of the show? I can't. Uh...
0: I think we all ran to the pool just yeah. because we were okay. exhausted we for the day. Yeah, I wanted to make sure, but you
1: know, it was just really cool to sit with you guys. But yes, I was ironically here. I was going, you know, just just uh, literally about ten hours ago. I drove right by that location, but I was thinking about how good of a time it was, and and how I wish more people in the industry would get an opportunity to do that to just hang out with people and get to know them a little bit and have a good time. Yeah. And so, so hey, let me ask you this. So.
2: It's
0: so sort of you're like having a community. That's good community. Yeah.
2: Hey. So, Rennie, uh, we, uh, you know, as as part of what we do, we we enjoy beer. So we gotta have some breakfast, man. It's <laughs> five o'clock somewhere. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're morning. gonna have some in oatmeal Hawaii. this morning. Oh, this there is, you uh, go. It's Liquid called form. family tradition, and it's a oatmeal oh. stout.
1: Look at that! Look at yeah. that! Hey, I'm right. still waiting. I, the next time we're together, I've got a beer from Europe that's been sitting in my refrigerator. For about two years, and I'm I, I've been waiting for it just because I don't I don't really drink, but I've been, I've been I've been I've been I've been holding off on this beer until I'm with you guys in person. It's it's that special of a beer. Oh, that's awesome, you know? man! I'll I appreciate it. that. That's like, uh,
2: that's like when I sent you that picture I was in the Cayman last last summer, and I was like, Renny, I, we found this awesome little place. I walked in. We all we smoke cigars. I like to smoke cigars. I always have too. Uh, I appreciate that about you. I've come to your smoking events. We took some pictures of smoking cigars together. I'm, I've always enjoyed smoking cigars. And I walk into the cigar shop, and we're looking around at different cigars. And what's that guy in that corner doing? Well, he was from Cuba, rolling Cuban leaves fresh off of a table. Oh, yeah. Absolute uh, best of, of all time. I sent you that picture, if you remember. I was sitting there. Oh, yeah. actually, we were at the beat, and I was like, listen, man, absolute best cigar of all time. You, you, you didn't taste a thing but pure leaf the next morning you woke up like no like there was no cough like it was nothing it was it was the most amazing
1: that uh well cheers guys so so how did you two become friends i've heard the story matter of fact i heard it a little more intimate last year so how, how did the two of you you know how did the two of you guys
0: become buds So Marty owned a car wash at one point and he was on the hunt for one of the best detailers in Oklahoma to come grow his car wash for him. And I happened to roll up in a little, what was it? A little Honda Civic, little Honda Civic. And I was like, Hey, I'm the guy. He's like, you're hired. Hey, and his whole business changed. I mean, yeah. the, the, the revenue skyrocketed. I mean, it was awesome. I went to Chili's like
2: every day and drank beer and ate chips and salsa from like three to five o'clock. It was the best ever. Oh, Somebody I would get me. mad when they got out of school and came to work because yeah. I would just leave and go eat, drink beer. and uh, He would run the, the wash for me. did yeah.
0: I know I was that awesome. You yeah. just, there was no need for you there anymore. Hey, right, exactly. Yeah. It was, so it was so how, how long ago was that? That was 07. Yeah. Well, so you would have
2: started 07. I started in, so I, we built the wash and opened in 06, 2006. Wow. wow. Do you still have the wash going? The mm-hmm. the wash is operational. I sold out.
0: So yeah. he went his way and I went my way. So I went and built a mobile detailing company and he went chemical pl- sales, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, so, okay. I
2: took a brief tour of a big, a big mistake in my career, right? A massive mistake in my career was selling out of the wash and- I went to go work for a chain of, I was supposed to build a chain of washes, but you know, eight, nine, and 10 happened. Uh, Hey, you know, when, when recessions hit, you know, there's, there's things that happen, you know, which is why from our podcast, we've been saying over the past years, be ready for the recession. That's coming last year. We hit hard, be ready, be ready, be ready. Just because if you've gone through it, you kind of start seeing and hearing and knowing what to do. So we encourage our community. Hey, be ready for the coming recession. It it gets really tough. That you know that takes us right into a to a to another topic. We'll come back
1: on another one I've got. So you know, COVID. Um, for some, it's been you know we we're we we're shut down for ninety two days. You know, and if the re- if you're right if you're reading the writing on the wall, um, I think they could do it again. And so, what, what's your message to? to to people, okay, so you got an economy. Right now, a lot of detailers, the business is is smoking. I mean, you can't, I mean, it's just smoking hot. Some are struggling a little more. So what's your message to, to, what do you do to prepare? Prepare, shut down, blow down. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen. We've got a situation to where the economy is going pretty strong, but if we have another shutdown, what's that do so what do you what are you telling people we, we might have a shutdown again or what if the economy does tank truly tank what how do you prepare for that
0: i don't say you shut down whatsoever to be yeah. honest with you i mean that's an absolute i mean that's how you make your money it's how you make your that's how you build your business so i say you get it while you can now find opportunities and stack as much as you possibly can so that when it does slow down if it does slow down if it does shut down you've got a reserve to sit on right
1: well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. What if they do say shut down? Again, mandatory.
0: What if we well, get to that? Some define yeah, mandatory I mean, because in some states, I mean, Oklahoma, we kept on moving as usual. We we voluntarily yeah. shut down for a few weeks, but we were right back up and running again. So there's certain places that – that, and I talked to guys as the president of the, of the IDA for guys all over the world, and there's some places like Alan Medcraft, our VP, they have to shut down. But right. there's some that you don't have to shut down. So if it's a choice, whether you should or should not – I don't think you should, if you have a choice to or to not, not to, because how else are you going to, how else are you going to make money? Well, you got the, you got, you've got the
1: dilemma too is you've got to tell detailers they got to be prepared. They got to have PPE. They've got to have the right chemicals. They've got to have, you know, because here's the thing is that we, we came out and made a bold statement when, when COVID first shut down. Uh, week one, that people were non-essential. If you didn't have the right equipment, you weren't essential, which I still, I still think is fact. But don't put yourself as non-essential. Have the, I mean, all it takes is a Tyvek suit, a respirator, some gloves, and the right chemicals. But in others, in like LA County, for instance, they were going after and charging people with criminal criminal with criminal charges for opening your business. So. My biggest thing is that I want to get the word out is then we'll make yourself essential. you know what I'm saying? Don't wait until it happens. Get the equipment and the know-how and knowledge. It takes us right now to treat a car for COVID 10 minutes. So why is somebody going to stay shut down if they can be legitimate and do a service that takes 10
2: minutes? Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. I mean, I we – we're telling people they were essential. So, I mean, it was just a difference of opinion, you know? I mean, we, we told people, yeah, put on gloves that- Well, the IDA, did they say that at the very, iris, did the, like, did it, the IDA say that in the very beginning? Over. Do what?
1: Did the IDA say that, that everybody was essential in the very beginning?
0: And so that everyone's essential. We, we gave people the tool to, if they wanted to be essential, to help, help, help how, how you can go fight and be essential. There you
1: go. So I'm not going to tell you, question. hey, you can
0: or cannot. It's here are the tools to go figure out if you should or should not be. It's oh, totally up to you. But do you, yeah. That's is, what but I me you,
2: personally, guys. right? Me personally, I put out, hey, don't close your business. Right. Stay open. So, go so fight. Those, go Go survive. So what are those
1: tools though, that people can stay legitimate? What are, what do they need to have in your guys's opinion? That's what I'm trying to get to, across to people right now is it doesn't take a lot of, it's not a lot of investment is to stay essential is not a huge investment to stay hundred percent legal above the board. Cause we don't want to happen. What happened in Minnesota or Los Angeles where you know, charges were brought up against people. You know what I'm saying? Cause it looks bad on our entire business. So so is there something that you're telling people that you think they should do or is it just go do business as usual?
0: Well, no, you've got to obviously follow the laws in your city and state. So you got to find out, first of all, if your city and state is going to classify you as essential or not and how you go become to get, I know there were guys here that you can go and become, uh, get your business essential essentially. So um, yeah. you've, you've got to start, it, it all starts with your, I can't tell anyone anything. I can just suggest on how to go figure out how to do it. You got to go do your own homework. So everyone lives in different states, cities, countries all across the world. You got to find out what you can do in your in your own city and state, and then go from there.
2: Yeah, I mean, do do homework. You know, don't just like you said, don't just listen to us. Don't just like yeah. Actually, go do some homework. Go get your hands dirty. Go look at the local laws, like DJ said. But as far as operations are concerned, what do we say? Yeah, I mean, put on gloves, right? One of the things that we say uh, that's big from you. Right, I, I've said it. I, we do free pop-up trainings, and we're going to do one this weekend. And at almost every single one, we put on gloves, and I say, "I got this friend that I met one day at SEMA, and he was wearing glasses, and so I like to wear glasses."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: and he's got this saying that if it gets on you, it gets in you. So there you go. yeah, so okay. it, it, well, you're not on me. You're that you're on my shirt, oh, so and like- it's it's Rinne's shirt, so. Back off. I kind of, okay. I kind of like that. Keep doing it. Keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and, a
1: little I lower. I think, I think that's the important factor right there is that A, don't ever shut down again. But B, you've got to be smart about it. You've got to go get the right equipment to where your local jurisdiction will see you as essential. Does that make sense? Is because a lot of people, I think, are just waiting instead of being they're gonna be, react, be reactive instead of proactive. And so I just wanna get a message out there, don't be reactive, go out there and find out right now exactly what each one of your jurisdictions are saying, what the county, what the city, what the state is, and be that, as simple as that. You don't have to shut down and you don't have to go against the grain of law and get yourself in trouble. It doesn't take that much to do what's right. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. So let's talk about your guys' each one of your businesses. Cause you guys got, you know, you're, you're not, you're not like together, together, you know, you're just, you know, only on Wednesdays. Yeah. But,
0: yeah. Only in Vegas. Know. And that usually stays there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell me about each one of your businesses.
2: Well, so I started as a mobile detailer in 2002. I uh, was working at a church. The whole first part of my life was very conservative, very religious uh, it just didn't work out. You know, I just, and couldn't work at the church anymore. Just got frustrated. So basically like, don't think of it as doesn't matter where I was working. Just, I'm just a guy that's frustrated with his job. Right. I'm 23 years old. I'm just like most everybody else that jumps in the industry. You're just tired of working. You just, you want to go do something else. Like, so I had this buddy that said, Hey, I've seen people clean cars down at the IGA. Well, that's a grocery store. So my first entry idea into our industry was simply cleaning people's cars when they went into a grocery store. Wow. wow. So, so that's, I, I went and got a power washer, put it on a trailer, quit my job after a couple of weeks and well, just tried to service customers, tried to meet people where they were, clean their cars, do a good job and go to the next one. You know, in 2006, I opened a car wash. So I went from mobile detailer to a $1.6 million car wash and detail facility that I built uh, with my customers that I serviced. So, you know, we grew pretty quick, which was fun. I said, I made a little bit of mistake. I, I You know, I sold some stuff. You know, I was a young guy in business. You know, you don't do everything right. You know, you, you fuck up some right. shit, you know. Yeah. Uh, but in 2010, I had $4,000 to my name and I, I put it in chemicals and started selling chemicals out of my garage. I had a wife and two kids at that time. And, uh, we were on food stamps. We were on government assistance, the best that I could. I would clean cars and try and sell product for years of just living on nothing, doing everything by the very minimum. Uh, you know, here we are, you know, uh, we're a chemical company. We sell products, but we're mostly a community and, uh, and I've always believed in, in working with people and working together and being part of a team. And
1: uh, How cool is that? So, that's what so, what's the name of, so tell people that don't know, what's the name of your company and what, what uh, what's kind of your forte in, 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 in chemicals? Uh, so our got...
2: co- company is Total Auto Solutions. Our forte is we're the first plastic reduction line of products for the industry. Uh, what a lot of people, when they go get a water bottle, right? If you drink from a water bottle, you drink it. You go put it away. Well, that water bottle lasts 400 years. Wow. So if if a water bottle that's this thin, just look at it and then hold it up next to one of the spray bottles, right? Hold it up to next to one of our industrial spray bottles. Hold it up next to a cube that you might have back, right? Cubes, industrial grade cubes are this thick. So if a water bottle lasts 400 years, Rennie, how long do you think industrial grade plastic lasts? Oh, man,
1: biblical. It's going to last, I mean, thousands of years. Seriously. <laughs> right? you know?
2: So so what we've done as a company is we're trying to help detailers save.
1: That's crazy. That's so You're going awesome. to save
2: on plastics, but then save on money because we don't ship water. A lot of companies right. ship a lot of water out. We've reduced water from the formula and we ship in a bag. So if you've seen like Tide refill bags where they refill yeah. and that's what they teach, we're that for the industry. We're the plastic reduction line that is helping detailers <clears throat> save money, and we do it off of an app. So we're one of the first companies to develop an app, and it's called the Detail Supply App. So it's that's a lot so
1: of fun. cool. And, yeah. and I mean, you, and so you got coatings now too, right? So you've gone into coatings. I mean, that's just. And, uh, so go back, okay? So you know, as a guy that that part, spent part of his life with my, you know, my my mom and grandma on welfare food stamps. So take, take me through the road to get from that point, you know, 08 sucked, you know, right? I mean, 08, 09, 2000, I mean, it just sucked. sucked for everybody. You survived, we got through it, we learned a lot, right? That's what I tell people. I say, man, those years were, yeah, it was tough years, but I don't know if I've ever learned what I learned in the short, short time period that I learned. I learned more during that time period than the rest of my life Come on, More about myself, good and bad um more about business good more about finances good more about people good right and bad so take us through that journey what did it take to become you know hurting like that to where you're at now
2: uh a lot of time a lot of hard work never quit yeah but i mean time i think i think what what a lot of guys getting into business, they expect, right? Because they hear from some brand rep that they can make 2,500 bucks on a detail or, or make a thousand bucks. Like I think a lot of detailers struggle with time. They don't understand the amount of time that it takes. So, so what did it take? It took time. Even it doesn't matter how hard you work. You could always work hard, but there's only so many hours in the day. So so it just takes a lot of time. You can't waste
1: them. You'll, you'll, you'll be 50 years old before you know it, and you'll go where it all the time, go. No,
0: oh, he's almost there. <laughs> you know? He's almost there. <laughs> the, okay. beanie is, the beanie is covering up the <laughs> –
2: there's a reason. Both of us wear beanies. Yeah, look at that.
0: There you go. There's
2: a
1: right?
0: reason. Right? Man. There I think Vinny is more clean shaven. than you are. He is. I haven't gone you're, the full little I yeah. just
2: – I can't
1: – I just haven't you're gone the full it. razor. got to embrace it. it. got to embrace it. I'll yeah. be, I'll be there for your first time. I'll walk you through.
0: Wow, Ooh, we hey, should get yeah. that on camera actually. There, yeah, with that, with that that so really Mobile Tech Orlando 2021, Rennie's in like shape, Marty's head. Okay. I, like right. I, I like that. I like that. You guys I think heard it needs it. to be done. I, okay. and
1: I'll bring my special beer. Oh. So you know okay you know, hey, while so having mo- the beer. there we go let's do it hey because so we're gonna
2: have we'll be stage again mobile tech we're on this be on stage <laughs> so let's reserve a time i'll get with chris chris is listening chris we'll work that out we'll I set like your step yeah. down shave my I head like let's it. drink your beer i like let's it. Do it
1: i like it and so it's uh dj so let's go through your business real quick
0: yeah a lot quicker than that i uh no so so i worked for the car at the car wash for marty for quite Uh-oh, some oh, we time. Froze up. there you go do watch back Cool. Yep. So I worked at the car wash and detail shop for quite some time, running that for a while. And then I ended up going out on my own. Uh, it was the winter of 2009, I believe, going into 10. And I had a little 99 Ford Contour. And Marty had contacted me one day and said, hey, I've got this. There's this new way to wash cars. that doesn't require any water. I'm like, you're out of your freaking mind. I'm sitting here at the car wash right now as we're on the phone, washing cars through a tunnel. There's no way you can wash car with no water at all. So Uh, A couple days later, I went to his house. He showed me the product. I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. Like, this we got, is
2: we got drunk on, on maker's <laughs> mark. If you guys ever,
0: ever run into Marty at an event, just bring him a shot of Maker's I Mark. Yeah. Do Every time. Don't that's that's it. his that's what he loves right I there. Don't do it. Every time. It's my nemesis. What are we over?
2: Yeah.
0: Hold on, you're one for something now. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I did start using it at a period just to get myself ready because I've been at that scene. There was that SEMA party. <laughs> Rupes held that SEMA party a couple years that ago. That big mansion. Yeah, where it was uh who was who was that guy that was in it was. It was a multiple group of them, wasn't it?
0: It was a bunch of guys, yeah. Yeah,
2: but they all went in on some detailer group that rented some house big huge mansion. Yeah, yeah you
0: yeah. guys were there renting you and because we smoked. Oh yeah, cigars we smoked with, cigars with you uh, out on that patio. You, was it Bob? No. Uh Keith, yeah, Bob Keith, was Keith there, De I think it yeah, was us, yeah. he, We yeah. all smoked cigars yeah. in a little back little area. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, good times. I remember that. So, yeah.
2: yeah. They had Mexican food there to eat. They shot
1: didn't they shoot porns there or something like that? Was it? Really a, I mean, that yeah, way.
0: it looked it like really it was a, a mansion yeah, that would have yeah. had a lot of, uh, yeah, raunchy stuff going on there. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That was that. Yeah, we go to some classy parties, don't we? What
2: we did, do.
0: I, <laughs> <yeah>. But uh, <laughs> that was
2: what? 2016.
0: That was 16 because 17 yeah. we did the first uh, yeah. pub night. Yeah,
2: 17 was the first pub night. So 16. So speaking yeah. of that, hey Rennie, people have asked us sometimes. We'll get you know message. Hey, you know, we've heard about Rennie, You know, what do y'all like? I would we'll say, listen, Rennie... Was the first person, right? We're setting up, we're getting stuff. We do what's called a, a pub night. Um, and uh, there, there was a pint night, a pint night at uh, at a, uh, well, it was a really great restaurant and brewery because, you know, we wanted if somebody wanted to eat, but really want a beer, we're setting up and we look over. Rennie and your wife, you were the first two people there. It's always meant a lot, man. We've told everybody, wow. like, hey, listen, you know, uh, he was the first person at the event that we hosted. We got a lot of love for you, man. We really appreciate that.
1: No, uh, well, that was, you guys have done such a great job of relaxing everybody. Comes down to, you know, we can all, and me
2: included,
1: we can get a little uptight as a community. Oh, look at that. You oh, just chowed hey, it. Okay,
2: well, no you worries. We're more. out of that beer. Now we're going to go have, a, we're going to do an Irish coffee stout.
1: Oh, how cool is oh, that? that? I'll finish my story. So we
2: did our oatmeal, and now we're going to just go for some coffee, some Irish there,
1: coffee. I, I like it. I it's like it. Wake up. But, you know, but you I, guys I, you guys did a great job of relaxing the industry and bringing like, us together in another format. That's yeah. why I was there, and that's why <laughs> Yeah, We
2: totally chased a squirrel. DJ was in the middle <laughs> of telling his life okay. story. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so go back.
0: No, just no, a go short, back short DJ <laughs> story.
2: Winter, Let's go back to winter of
1: oh oh nine. 9 Yeah, Let's yeah,
2: go yeah. yeah. Sorry, so, so,
0: <laughs> so everyone, make sure you bring Marty shots of Maker's <laughs> no, Mark do or that. a bottle of. <laughs> you yeah. can drop it by the, the resort at the- Well, uh... then
2: you got to bring DJ Coors Light because that's his go-to.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, bring
2: DJ Coors Light.
0: Oh. <laughs> they have a new seltzer now. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Bring him a seltzer. There you go. All bring right, DJ
0: so... a Coors Light seltzer. So I wanted to go on my business for my own. I wanted to, I wanted to, do, to do mobile because I was doing some pickup drop-off services, and I'm like, man, if I could do this in someone's house, this would be incredible. Oh, look at that. It's a lot of head there. Um, so I had a little 99 contour, and I was able to start a detailing business out of the back of because I had no pressure washers. There was no water tanks, none of that. I just had spray bottles, uh, like spray bottles, a tiny little vacuum, a cold water extractor, wow. some brushes. I mean, it was, it was nitty gritty. And I mean, we're going into winter uh, 2009, 2010. It was freezing cold, freezing cold. Um, the wash would freeze on the vehicles in the garages and so on and so forth, but I I stuck through it. And uh, so I worked on my own for several years. I have a trunk in my car. I hired a first team member. I hired a second one. I got a new truck and then a second truck and a third truck. And I've just kind of built all the way up to where we are today. One of my goals was to be the largest uh, detailing operation in our state. And I've actually accomplished that finally. Uh, So we are the largest mobile operation here in the state of Oklahoma, which is is pretty awesome. so yeah, it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been quite the journey starting from, from nothing to build up to having several team members and, you know, location at the airport, which is now shut down because of COVID, which is stupid. Uh, little shop location, you know, three mobile units and several divisions. So we do, one division does a lot of boats and RVs and planes and things like that. And one division does a lot of autos and one does just like shop and coding. So it's pretty cool to have all the little areas we have now in business coming from what someone said would be impossible. So back when we started Waterless in Oklahoma, I got so much pushback. I mean, we branded ourselves as Waterless Mobile Detailing and it bit us in the ass because people were like, whoa, hold on, you're not using any water at all? So we had to strip a wrap off our our truck we we wrapped, we had to redo the website, uh, uniforms, business cards to change it to eco-friendly mobile detailing so that we didn't have that hurdle up at the very front of someone. So now they just see we're eco-friendly. They don't know we're waterless. They don't know this and that. And that kind of helped us. So that first couple of years when we were branding, we were, it was a really slow grow because we had to, every phone call was, what's this waterless stuff? I don't, I don't trust it. So now we're doing, you know, high-end vehicles and private, it, it doesn't matter anymore. People are buying the product from us too. We actually did a product with, uh, with Marty. So we have a co-brander product now for our, our waterless wash. Uh, which is pretty cool too so it's been quite the journey from just nothing to where we are today getting over a lot of adversity and and just fighting through so that's
1: awesome yeah. so let's go to something that's really important to all of us and um uh, the IDA. so let's cool. jump in the IDA. and i don't know if you heard last week i kind of went out of on a tangent is you know people uh-huh. ask about I, well you know just people ask about the IDA, and i just the way i put it is that hey man it's you know when 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 a guy like me with thirty years in business sits in one IDA, one, IDA, webinar, and it pays for the entire membership, like five minutes into the webinar, there's no excuse not to be a member, uh, and and just what the IDA is doing for the industry, as individuals, you know, and and I've just, I've been around the block a lot and uh i am very it's the idea is something that diane and i are both very proud of uh, it, it we push it here in, in our trainings we're big supporters away from this but tell, tell me about your guys's you know getting involved in the IDA, and then that that process of where it's it's definitely uh went new directions since just getting involved uh it's gotten a lot deeper than that so i'd love to hear it from you guys
0: yeah, I love to ask you a question, though, as a president, because I, I get a lot of I talked to a lot of different people all over the world in regards to the Ida, and like the value is one of the biggest things that come up. So I want to ask you what what value aside from webinars do you think the Ida brings to the industry? Why do people why should people get involved from from you to the community? What do you think is the most value? Uh, it, it,
1: it's a third party. It's, you know, in the military search and rescue, it's a third party validation. And and you should be able to market that. I mean, strictly from a financial standpoint which is probably the smallest value of it. Was it nine Um, bucks a
0: month for an operator, right? Yeah. I mean, 110 bucks a year.
1: Yeah. So I think just somebody saying, Hey, A, I belong and B. um, I've passed at least some minimals because it's a lot more than what 90% of the detailers in the world have done. Um, But also I think more importantly is when you get involved in something, it's a sense of community and you start rubbing elbows with people. We like community. Oh, Uh, is that I think that you get involved with with people that are in a in a a, an elevated place compared to yourself, meaning that they've they've done pretty well. And so I think if you're a news person, you want to rub elbows with those type of people. Uh, You want to learn from them. Uh, You want to take and be mentored and coached from them. And so it means so much. But I think that I think the probably the greatest value is knowledge is is because whether it's a webinar or a simple discussion you have with another member that's going to value you because you've also seen value by investing in the, in the community, in, in,
0: in the industry. Got to chill on that word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing like that's uh, a
2: great word. I love community, man. That's why we have community <laughs> pubs. It again. Yeah. again. Yeah.
0: Right. Community pubs are the best. Uh, so as a and as people listening or watching can probably relate to this being an operator there's nothing like going to, as a mobile guy, going to someone's house or whatever. And so, and a customer looks at you like, just like, you're just a detailer in their eyes. You're just a guy there to wash their car and get the job done. And, and I don't know about you guys. I don't, I don't like that at all. I don't like the perception that detailers have <clears throat> from the consumers whatsoever. So the IDA, another piece of that, aside from the education and so forth, is legitimizing the industry. So people ask, you know, what can the IDA do for me? No, we need, the IDA is volunteer driven. You know, there's a staff that works with lots of different other organizations, but they help us with ours too. But ultimately, these committees, they're driven by by volunteers. So if you've got things, if you are really passionate about the industry and you want to see it grow and you don't want to be seen as just a car washer or a detailer, even for the next generations to come through, we'd love to have you as a part of our committees to help grow the IDA and legitimize the professional detailing as it is. And that's what I like about the IDA is that you can come in, volunteer, and use your gifts and talents to help legitimize the industry and make it even stronger for new generations to come through. Um, The IDA has done so much in the past and keeps doing things. I mean, it's always progressing forward. Um, You know, right now we're working on a consumer awareness piece to where we're doing a website to where we're going to have it towards a consumer facing website where consumers can go to and and look to find uh, IDA certified detailer wherever they are in the world and so forth. So we're working on things like that, which is a huge task, but still um, it's, there's just so much value in 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 what the Ida is doing, but you have to get involved to help legitimize the industry. You know, it's just not a it's not a hired staff there just doing things for you, and you just pay your money and reap the benefits. There's an opportunity for you to actually make a difference.
1: Well, and, you know, well said. And it, you know, the Ida is not owned by somebody. There's not a, somebody pulling the strings on this. Uh, right. It, 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 a lot of people have this misconception. The other thing is, Marty, you're probably you're probably close enough to my age to remember when as <laughs> i know i know then that suck that sucks hey you Thanks, know what DJ. The-
0: you know Vinny,
2: you- i'm literally like 20 years younger than you man. oh
0: whatever like at least i think Maybe i'm even 20. 25 no that'd be me
2: oh yeah
1: that'd be yeah how do you marty yeah you know i'm 20 he years younger you a question. 20 years younger he wants a specific <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> i'm 42 man
2: 42 yeah so
1: I've, I've got you by 12 years so i could be your big older brother
2: there you go. Uh, Who am there I go. I'm 31, Way to go, son. dad, <laughs> man. Dad was getting We're after like- <laughs> it for many years. Yeah. That's an awesome yeah. dad, man. I'm glad that dad was still getting after it. Yeah, he was. Okay. There you go. So, uh,
1: you know, it it ASE, so you go back, you know, very respected organization now on the automotive side of things with the mechanics, right? I remember when ASE was rolling out and they're having to prove themselves and it took a bit. But now as a, as a, uh, if, if I go into an establishment to have my car worked on, if I don't get see some certificates, I'm literally looking around. I've got my car, I've got to take in to get some, some work done to it. Uh, I looked for specific training and certifications when I was looking for a mechanic. And I was, I was asking a good friend of mine that was in here just, just about a week ago that owns a mechanic shop here in town. I said, how many people ask for that? And he goes, you, it used to be non-existent. Now, if I don't display them, I don't get the business.
2: Do you think do you think that you went in and that customer was telling you about the certification or the association had made it so well known of the need that then you as the customer coming in and seeing it? Right. I I feel the problem with the IDA right now has always been you've got to come do for the IDA, But as detailers, they're not really seeing customers come and ask and call. Hey, are you a member of the IDA? Why is that? Well, where's the association letting customers know of the differences of why they should go after an association detailer?
0: Gotcha. And great. So to answer your question there is, yeah, so we, we do need to do a better job of putting together uh, a packet. That Here you go. Here's how you promote the yeah. association within your own community. For the IDA, which we're working on right now, to go out and and make all that happen, it is it is a very large. We have, we're an international association at this point, so um, we are working on, like I said, the consumer. Like Josh Buckley, you mentioned being on the podcast last week, I believe. He's the uh, chair of our marketing and communications committee, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But he's working with uh, web developers to get a consumer site available to the public. So when they go right and now, right good. now. That's right now, the website it. is is it's it's kind of confusing. I'll admit it's for the detailers. It's just it's our place to, to go and do what we need to do there. But we're looking to separate it and make it to where, hey, sir, ma'am, here's the association. Here's what we do. Here's what we're about. Here's a website that speaks directly to you. Here's how you find this. Blah, 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 blah. That's in the works right yeah. now. I'm hoping it gets done this year, but early next year. I, I don't know. You but-
2: help detailers make money they'll work more absolutely but
0: in the meantime it's it's the 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 idea has done so much there's so much value there that that i do think that yeah you should still you should still promote it within your own area just because the idea oh. is not is not throwing money at ads right now or whatever because that's that's we're international it's expensive to, to do that kind of thing um you we still want to give you the tools to make it easier to promote uh, you know, and separate yourself so that when you go to someone's door, or someone's business, you're writing an email, you're making a phone call, you have one more leg to stand on because you say you're you're a part of an, an international association of details. You're taking and legitimizing the industry as, as it is. So.
2: so the badges that you would wear on your uniform would be similar to the banners that you're seeing at a, a shop. Yes. And so hopefully the concept would be When they see that, they don't have to ask what it is.
0: Correct. They already know what it is. It could take two, five, ten years for it to be a – so Kleenex, tissue, the same thing. To be a household, name the IDA, it could take time. But all of us together, if we're serious about this, the industry and the professional, we want to actually work there and make it happen. We all have to do our part. So, like I said, we're working on the back end to where the IDA is doing, that consumer-facing piece, but we all have to do our part, too, to legitimize and separate ourselves from from everyone else.
2: I think everybody voted the best president.
0: (laughs) i I think you're
2: doing absolutely the best to try and push the association out and especially in a time that we've gone through you know i mean it was so
0: weird because we i come in as president all these plans we're doing and then bam pandemic like halt switch directions figure this out and that that was a crazy crazy few months right there but
1: 2020 has been
0: one big pivot yeah i had plans for travel for like international travel yeah Uh, oh yeah we
2: were gonna go uh we we were talking about china so we were gonna do uh help the uh uh there's a new group that was launching out of china and then um, we were working with max shine to uh to do uh uh, become part of the IDA over there and we were gonna go in and help train them to begin to create the IDA association over in that area so that got like yeah, right, I mean, was, it was. I we mean, China first of all. Right? So that was
0: <laughs> that was a, a big one for you. My thing was the Europe trip. I was I had plans to go over there. That's and, true.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so yeah. that was great. Was, China's cool. I was a little eerie about that trip, to be honest with you. But Europe, I'm like, let's go. Yeah. And then I got shut down. I got shut down. So was, I was looking was forward was cool. to seeing Alan on his turf.
1: When I was first went to France, I didn't know what the Ida was. And when I was back over again, um, the third trip to France they're all over it. You know. They're very inquisitive. And so I think it's gonna take a little re-ramping once we get you know, through this all what we're facing now, but you know the world's on fire for it and they're ready for it. Marty, go back to your question. The first time as I was exposed to ASE was actually through a mechanic. And what had happened was I was really young and he comes walking in, I had a, I had a great car, and he goes, hey, um, I, was, I was looking for information because I wanted somebody to, to tune and work on my car. And he goes another benefit of us, and he takes this plaque and he puts it in front of me. And he goes, "We are actually a brand new organization. We're ASE certified, and he says we're one of the few in our entire community, and we're one of a few. Uh, we're one of the few in uh, in, the, in 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 that that work on Porsches that are ASE certified. And so that was the first exposure. But then within a year, you started seeing television and print ads." pop up for and educating the public. And so, you know, DJ, well, it's funny because one of my big pushes this year to meet with the, the Founders Club is to, to for us, the, the founders to get behind it, uh, not just in support, but money uh, and start making, we've got some real creative ideas uh, that we're gonna discuss whenever we can get together again, you know, this next time and, and, and start helping and supporting uh, the general membership in, in, in lar- at large and getting the message out to the public. And we've got some great ideas on how to do that. And yeah, do that's the next affordable. big
0: thing is the consumer piece. That's, that's, that's huge for me right now. That weighs me really heavily. And then also the technology. You know, we have the SV testing that's, that's going great for for virtual. Uh, we're in the works of doing some testing for SV virtual. There's a lot, of, a lot that goes involved with something like that because you're taking a test that's been done in person for so long and now you're doing it virtually. So there's a lot of gray there, but that's in the works as well. That way we can have people that people want to get certified all the time. And it's hard to go and find an RT nearby to where it's financially feasible to go and do that. You know, you already have the cost of the test and so forth, but now you have to do the travel and the lodging and all this stuff too. So we're really working on, on, on leveraging technology to really make it to, to make, to, to help the whole community, you know, do what they want to get. So.
1: It's huge. So, so let me ask you guys this. So uh, people that are just starting out in the business or maybe some of those that are, are 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 maybe a little more seasoned but still struggling. Any words of advice to them?
0: Mm. Uh, words of advice people there. So really just focus on focus on your bottom dollar, really, honestly, you know, what it takes to to run your business. You know, focus only on your local community. Um Jesus. And uh, <laughs> That's going to, so if you're struggling in, in business and you're look, struggling for work and to get, to get new business in the door, you, you shouldn't be on forums and Facebook groups asking questions about which polish you should use for this kind of paint. You need to be yeah. at your chamber of commerce. You need to be at lo- local networking groups. You need to be at different things or, 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 local Facebook groups and promoting your work that way as well. So focus local, you're going to get local dollars focus out really. You're going to waste time.
1: Yeah. Well, well said. Um, and then, uh, what some of your guys are three you're talking what what do you want to do with your personal life what do you guys like to do for fun but is there anything you mentioned travel dj (laughs) i'm
2: having fun (laughs) right now (laughs) we (laughs) we work number one thing is work i mean I just that i think that would be my suggestion find what you enjoy and do more of what you enjoy
1: yeah it i think that a lot of people i think what i always tell people is keeping my 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 feet active um in search and rescue and the guard, it, it, it keeps me fresh when I have other interest And when I come back into detailing, when I come back into my businesses is I, I feel I'm more interesting to my customers. I feel I attract more. I think when you, when you just, when you just do one thing so much, and I don't think you become 360, you know, I think you become one directional only. And, and I think people read it. I think people like, to do business and are attracted to interesting people and so i think that if you can get a hobby whether it's golf or you know even a serious reader or something like that so what do you guys like to do for fun outside of work outside of work i know i see you at the gym dj all the time
0: yeah that's one of my big ones now for sure that i, I kind of live in there now but that's that's a big one for me it, it really helps just not physically but mentally as well i'm, I'm mentally sharper at this point and uh that helps me overall with just attitude um to be able to do my job as a dad a business owner it just it really helps overall so oh, yeah. um but yeah there's more than just a physical yeah that's, that's a good benefit to look great but the mental is huge for me as well
1: yeah marty what do you like to do for
0: fun he does right 12 now, ounce but... curls mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the gym together every wednesday night at 7:30 on the community pub and he just literally just oh, yeah. he switch off arms Right on, and yeah. and he's gets a nice little pump in there, so yeah. I like so, it. So what? So what's your big picture
1: idea, guys, with each one of your businesses? Where, uh, Marty, where are you taking? Where are you taking the chemical side of things? Yeah, I mean, are you international right now? Are you going all over the world with product? Uh,
2: on the coatings, coatings have been sold internationally, um, but chemical wise, you know, it's that's 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 a that's going to take a, a longer process. Um, right. Well. Where we're going is, well, we're the first chemical company to sell direct to consumer off of a detail supply app. So, you know, we're, we're going to continue to do push hard on that. It's something that nobody else in the industry is doing. And, um, you know, we're, we, we do pretty well. You know, it's fun. An order comes in, we ship same day and free shipping. So, you know, we, we're basically trying to take the idea of Amazon and move it direct to consumer to professional detailers.
1: So, That's awesome. And then, DJ where are you taking your business what's the big what's the big picture
0: um I'm not selling it I'm not franchising it whatsoever <laughs> it's too much of a headache so I'm just gonna keep growing and, and keep stepping back I mean it's just it's just great to you grow it and you step back a little bit and you grow it some more then you step back a little bit further and you either jump all the way back in again because something happened I mean it's just a it's just a cycle there but I just want a nice nice healthy business that I can eventually sell one day or if my kids want to buy it I guess they can do that if they want to I don't know it's just it's a nice it's a nice business. We built a really, really good reputation here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, earlier on, you'd ask the young DJ, what do you want to do? I want to franchise. I want to you know, grow, 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 right. grow. And now I just want sustainable, healthy growth. Yeah, great answer. That's a but great But me answer. personally, I, I do a lot. I, I love now to where I'm in a position where I can mentor a lot of different guys. So I spend a lot of time one-on-one with detailers, DMing on Instagram or Facebook and just really helping them with their business. If I can, I fail all the time. I still fail to this day. So I teach from my failures of what I did before. And I spend a lot of time now, not just grow my business, but really growing other people's businesses as well, helping them get started up, find business names. How do you do LLC? How do you do this? How do you do that? How do you hire your first team member? How do you fire someone? How do you write a training program? How do you operations program? How do you take payment? How do you do invoicing? How do you do signatures? How do you do a lot of the, that's me. I'm full business. That's, I don't, you ask me how, what pad do you use for a paint? I'll, I'll try to help you, but I'm not really enthusiastic about, yeah, man, you should try this and send me a picture of the after. It's just not my thing. It's business. I want people to do what I'm, what I've done here in my, in my community there so that they can have uh, a good sustainable lifestyle too. Yeah. It, you know, and
1: it's, 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 while I'm, while I love the shine. um, I think the entrepreneurial side of it is uh, I think that's lacking in our industry. I think we, you know, I think we need to get that across to people is that, you know what, 90% of what we do, is relationships and business. 10% is the shine and clean.
0: Yeah, people ask what you should do first and get into businesses. I, I don't, I personally don't think you should go do paid technical training. I feel like everyone's skill is good enough to detail a car. I think you should invest time, money in the initial years into your into business training and, and how you communicate to people. Absolutely. How do you sell? How do you write emails? How do you do email marketing? How do you use social media? All that first. And then if you want to go tighten up your skills and go get better and charge a higher price point, by all means, go ahead. You have customers coming through your door right now. But if you don't have customers coming through your door, you shouldn't go figure out how to detail better. You should figure out how to promote better, right? That's just yeah. that's just where I'm at.
1: You know, in our in our five day training, we we do between sixty and seventy hours. And I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna tell you right now, and that's just what we're, when we're together training. Uh, during that, it's probably half of that is working while we're having business discussions. It's that important, and I wish more people felt that. You know, we have one day extreme uh, physical trainings, you know, skill trainings, and we have one day marketing trainings. Our marketing trainings, our one day extremes should be packed. But, you know, everybody wants to know how to put a pad on a polisher and make it shine. And you know what? I hate to say it. That's the easy part. Yep. You know, that's the the easiest easiest part. part. That's the easiest part is the other stuff is a lot more important. So any leading out of here and then we'll see if we got any questions. Um, any piece of advice you'd like to leave people with, whether, you know, about the IDA, uh, experiences that you've had, a piece of advice that you were given that you put into into work in your own life or business, um, anything you'd like to leave people with?
0: Man, stay in your lane, grow your business, do what's best for you. And uh, yeah, we'd love for you to be a part of the IDA to help legitimize the industry. But, you know, we want you to be successful in your own businesses, too. So, when the time is allowed for you to come volunteer and be a part of the community and grow the industry, we'd love to have you at the IDA. It's the best platform to help grow the industry and legitimize it, but stay in your lane, your local communities, you know, focus on your local dollar and don't focus outwardly. Yeah. Uh,
2: For me, I'd say careful who you listen to. Ooh. Um, There's a lot of mistakes that I made in my career because I listened to people that weren't in business, whether that was a paid salesman that was just trying to sell me something, whether that was a, you know, somebody in my inner circle that didn't own a business that was giving me advice. You know, I, I took a lot of advice from people that I shouldn't have, and it cost me years, and it cost me a lot of uh, more pain and struggle than I should have had to gone through. So yeah, if, if you're a business owner that's been able to evolve and make it, then you have something inside of you, right? You're different than other people. So listen to your own inner self more. Try and figure out things on your own And the more you invest into yourself and less into what a brand rep or somebody else is going to say, the better you become as a business operator because you're investing in your own self.
1: You know, I'm very careful of who I let as a mentor into my mind. And I've got some great mentors and mentors on different aspects of my life, not just one. Uh, I've probably had about a half dozen really meaningful, life-changing mentors that have entered my life. Um, one of my latest ones was about 10 years ago. Vince Smith, local entrepreneur, um, was a lumber guy. He worked at a lumberyard and he uh, had an opportunity in 1984 to buy the lumberyard. And he went ahead and did it. And the events would walk in right now, he'd fit into Oklahoma very well. He, he, what is he that's yeah, like, how's that? Hold on. Wait, does he have tigers? On, does he have tigers? Shut up. Does he's that got guy have tigers? Own tigers? No. He's got tigers. He's got, he's got tigers. Oh yeah, even, he does. No, oh, he doesn't.
2: Wait, so he's still alive though. So that's a good. Or you know, I don't yeah. know. Wait, whatever happened but, to that guy? It, Who cares?
0: He, Vince no, could go. Your obsession with this guy that you've never even watched this freaking. Yeah, I never episode. watched the show. It was awesome yeah.
2: though during Corona when the Tiger he King would came not out, shut I, up yeah,
0: about the best. Tiger King. I never
2: watched a single episode Ever. before Everybody else did. Have
0: you watched a trailer? Yeah. Like a snippet?
2: Uh, yeah, something on Facebook came through. I watched something like.
0: What a Carol Basket yeah, meme or something. <laughs> yeah, that, And 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 she's still in the news too.
1: Yeah.
0: But you know. um, there's another cool watch. person from Oklahoma, though. There's another cool person from Oklahoma, and that'd be your wife. She hey, was born
2: in Oklahoma, you
0: so you leave Shoot that. Her, out a lot, but she's, Oklahoma. she's an Oklahoman. Yeah. She's an Oklahoman. She can't fight yeah. it. You gotta talk about it a lot, but she's from Oklahoma. Yeah,
1: sooner. Uh-huh. So you know, Vince could walk in and he fits in anywhere. You know, he could, he could, he could take in and do a great job whether he's in New York City <laughs> or he's in so- Oklahoma. And. He, he decided when the when the uh, economy crashed that he'd have appraisal on this little tiny uh, lumber yard that he bought, not a little one, pretty pretty nice lumber yard, but we're in a small community and uh, in his little hardware store. And he, uh, he sold that property for what he bought for a few hundred thousand dollars. He sold for several million dollars. And my point to all this is that he became... A, a student of business, a student of people, and really likable. And he did a lot for his community, for our local community.
2: We love that.
1: And he, he's been one of the biggest influences in, later in my life. You know, at, at, He came into my life when I was in my mid-40s, and he changed my life. But I, you have to be very careful who you let to get into that close and that they share something that you want. And that they've got something that you want in their life, and and Vince was one of them. So I like that, Marty. That you know, be careful because you can get a lot of stinking thinking going on if you if you watch and uh, listen to the wrong types of people. So hey, Chris, any questions that uh, that we had pop up?
3: I got a um, got a couple of them here. Oh, Chris is good looking. I, I oh, messed there it up. Is. There we go. Even What's up, Chris? Hey then, Rennie, shave your button. head. Uh I'm hiding here. I'm not that good looking. Um I do, I know, know, man. I, I, didn't know. I think you're pretty, oh. I, think you're pretty no, hot, Chris.
2: Chris. I think you're pretty hot, Chris. Chris is, Chris is rocking Chris is my
3: rocking one cut. Door,
0: yeah. yeah, he's rocking the one cut. Okay. You know what? They're all. get it Hey, Chris, dude, Chris. Do you want to get on stage Chris, with Marty? Chris, are you on Marty? stage
2: too? Yes. Do you want to get We're on stage up. with Marty? Chris and I are both getting our head shaved.
0: <laughs> he's got. He's got. He's <laughs> got a ton of hair. That's all done.
1: That's all done by choice. He's got a ton of hair.
3: Yeah, I got way too much. I wish it would just fall out and never come back.
2: Oh, hey, uh, keep it. There's that locks of love thing. If oh, they've done it for God. women, they got to be able to do it for men, man. Just
0: throw it locks. out.
2: Let me have some of yours, cut it off and you know I'll patch it on.
0: I just said, Here,
2: bro, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so that's <laughs> what my dad <laughs> did. My dad would grow this part out. You know, where did you ever, did you grow up with that? It was big to have like parted hair.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And,
2: yeah. and then back in the 80s, we would take hairspray and hit with a blow dryer so that we could get that wave. So we wanted that big wave that came across the front of your bangs. Oh, oh yeah. That was a that was a big deal in the eighties. Uh, well, my dad, he always grew out that comb over. And this was all bald and he had this long like, no. yeah, he would get out of oh. the shower or whatever, like this long comb over. And he would take this comb and like throw it Ooh. all the way over his head. Nobody knew. Nobody knew until later in his life when he finally cut it off, everybody was like, oh because he just he did so well with that part and the comb over he'd done it for like literally 20 30 years
0: does your hair grow yeah.
2: no no it doesn't like it's it's remember i when i finally cut it i had like that much up like it was like it was done it was done it good, i can't
3: man. talk
0: yeah
2: well i, I, I want to
3: uh, you talking. know I, I want to keep my job but there are some great pictures of rennie floating around out there with some pretty oh cool. come <laughs> on chris you can't say that do- and then
2: i had some do, man i had to do I love it I love it that was what I always wanted I, you know from Oklahoma I always wanted to be a surfer boy so from Oklahoma yeah, yeah so I like I grew out the hair there's a photo of me my favorite photo in life is I'm sitting on the uh, uh, the very southern point of South Africa where I crossed over some barriers walked out and you could see where the oceans would meet and you could literally see the two different colors and if you if you got just enough glimpse you could see Antarctica down there it was the very most Southern part of, of Africa. And, wow. and we took a picture of me standing on there. Well, I had, I had just, right. I'm just, I had long hair, you know, for me. And I, I wanted to go back, right. If I was going to have, I was like, I want cool hair. Like I used to have as a kid. So I went into Walmart because I went to school in Arkadelphia, which is in the, the metropolis what it, what it, what it. of Arkansas. <laughs>
3: right.
2: That's where I went to college. And, and when they got a super Walmart, bro, it was, the, the world took over. So I had to go into the super Walmart and get my hair done. Listen, I'll show you a picture, it's yellow. I didn't realize, it. I'm colorblind. I didn't know it was so fucking crazy. So I'm sitting there on this very last, but never get this photo again, best photo of my life. And I'm there with like this bright yellow bushy, like all this hair coming down and it's just bright yellow. It's, it's a horrible, it's horrible. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: It, it. Did you ever, did you have a mullet?
2: I did not have a mullet. I, I didn't. I never had the party in the back. That was just my, my idea. I just never had gotcha. the party in the back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had the whole, uh, I whole, had the whole lethal weapon. Remember when, uh, when Mel, uh had, had the long curly hair in the back and the first lethal weapon. That was me, man. That was you. I, Mom, lethal,
3: I just, I, I just got weapon. a message. Just got a message from Alejandro to remind everybody about your mustache. You had too.
1: Yeah, I Ooh, had a, I had, had a a mustache. Magna PI mustache. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good mustache too, man. I groomed that sucker.
3: So hey, Chris, any questions? I got a couple here. You know, one really basic one. I, I got um, basic. Who, who was it? It was uh, Spencer asked, "What is the Ida?" So, you nobody know, what he asked,
2: <laughs> right? That answers the question. Is there value? They didn't even know what it was. What is the Ida?
0: Is, what is the Ida?
3: yeah now you know i don't know uh you know maybe he's new to this but when somebody asks you when a new person outside the industry or even in the ind- industry comes to you and says what's the idea what's your response it's a great question i mean it, is it really is
1: question. it really is dj go yo, you're president
0: yeah i'll answer it again on this podcast for the <laughs> fifth time no i'm kidding I'm totally kidding bro I'm totally kidding but no the Ida is, a, is, a, is an international organization to promote the success of detailers um we have several different committees that, that do different things to help push the industry forward, certification, marketing, communications, trade show. There's a Founders Club. I mean, there's just so much involved to really help push the industry forward. So different things you get are like webinars, you get networking, you get all kinds of things like that too. So it's really a, it's, it's a place for detailers to, to be, to promote the success of, of their businesses. So it's definitely a place to get involved with for sure.
3: Well, it's, you know, speaking of getting involved, um, Jerome he actually trained with us recently, and he's on, and he's out here by me in Southern California. But he wants to know um, how he can get involved, what he can do to get involved with the Ida, and actually help you guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, shoot me a DM, uh, DJ Patterson on the IG.
0: It's where I kind of chat a chat a lot at. But um, what I'll probably do is figure out what you what you like to do, what you're what what you're interested in, and then there's a committee for everything essentially. So. Um, you can get involved with different committees to really, and at first you can just sit on the calls and just listen and listen to what we're talking about, the agendas we have going on and eventually going to find your place, find your voice and be able to actually contribute. But I mean, the first several years, me being at the IDA, um, I just sat and listened and just understood what, what was going on behind the scenes and so forth until I found my place to found my voice and so forth. And that's kind of how I got more and more involved and dug deeper.
3: So cool. I mean, some right. fun questions coming through on on Facebook. Um, All, you. All right, so hey, you thanks, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Ian's oh, listening.
2: Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Ian said you look like Christopher Rees in that chair. Oh, like, thanks, bro. Oh, oh,
1: that's <laughs>
2: yeah, that's rough. That is rough. <laughs>
1: rough.
3: Hey, uh, Ale- Alex Hazard's on. He wants to know who your favorite staff member is at the IDA. Oh, what a biased question. Yeah, that's s- <laughs> really well
2: done, Alex. <laughs> Not Cheryl. So <laughs> Cheryl, yeah. the answer's yeah, Cheryl.
0: Your mother. Your mother yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. You Great might answer. be second, but Ann's pretty
3: cool too. So Yeah, Cheryl. I actually Cheryl. here here's a good one. Uh, you know, Harry Sandwith, he's big into motorcycles. Uh, he wants to know when the IDA is going to start doing certifications for motorcycle detailing.
0: Alex. <laughs> Alex is
3: on, so yeah.
0: Alex is the head of the certification. Uh, don't we have a we just launched a Marine one, so I would yeah. assume motorcycle would not be too, too too, 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 far behind. But we did launch Marine, which is great.
1: Harry, uh, Harry, I know Harry's one of my buddies. He'd be a great one. He specializes in bikes. Uh, Harry, it'd be great for you to volunteer and help them put something together because it really needs to be done. It'd
0: be huge. Yep. You know what else is huge? The IDA. Where do you think I was going with <laughs> it?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah there you go put your sunglasses back on
2: I'm go. A, after that one i'm a, like sunglasses yeah. go on man
3: yeah there you yeah. go uh rob Schrofer asks if um there's a rob mm-hmm.
2: shrewford <laughs> you
3: have nothing <laughs> up, rob? nothing better to do than to watch us idiots on camera <laughs> right now
0: rob owns what like runs one of the <laughs> largest organizations detailing in the freaking country yeah Uh, we're gonna be hanging
2: out at rob's place on friday night uh sitting out on his uh back porch uh really excited about an
0: IDA meet and greet at rob's house so past president and current president holding is that a first it's got to be a first i don't know i don't know maybe be a fun why why
3: don't you guys tell everybody you know what city that's in and how they can find out more about it
0: yeah for the live listeners for sure we're gonna be what city is that it's baltimore well, he's in a his little
2: house. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, but whatever.
0: In the Baltimore area, uh, Friday from 630 to 830. Um, yeah, IDA meet and greet. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have food, probably some cigars. I don't know. It's just going to be a good time.
2: Well, and you got Rob. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> you should come to meet Rob.
0: <laughs> definitely. The I, I, I Silent Giant, that's his nickname. Yeah. I mean, no one would know the level this oh, guy's no. at yeah. at all, unless yeah. you sat and talked and asked a few
3: questions. He, he's uh, extremely he,
1: humble. He, He's hit. uh, He's 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 hit baseballs out of stadiums you've never heard of. You know, correct, correct. Guys, just guys. He's he's. uh, So what? So what did he ask? the question. (laughs) (laughs) sorry.
0: (laughs) We've had some breakfast this morning. There you go.
3: What was that, Rennie? You were about to say. What did he
1: ask, Uh, Mr. uh, Rob? asked a question.
3: No, he was just asking if there was an IDA meet and greet. He was trying to get uh-huh.
2: there. <laughs>
1: there you go. Okay. There you go. Alex
2: wanted to know what the best.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Rob yeah. Austin- uh, There <laughs> you go. Kick these guys off. There's gotta Man. be a way you can kick them off. That,
1: that's funny. All right, Chris, anything else?
3: No more questions, but I thought, um, I wanted to share something that, um, about the IDA that, uh, Ian Ramelkamp shared a couple weeks ago on our podcast when he, when we were asked about it, he, um, he said, the idea is another tool for your business. You don't buy a new DA or an extractor and leave it on the shelf asking, when will you make me money? You have to put the tool to work in your business. And oh, I, thought I, it was it. A, I thought it was a great quote. So I thought I wanted to kind of end things with that one.
2: Yeah, I yeah. listened to that podcast, Rennie. Ian put out a lot of really great info. I mean, I, Ian's got a lot of different ways of thinking that you know people don't... When you, when you talk to Ian you should talk to him and get to know the way he thinks because he thinks differently than a lot of other people in the industry. Yes.
1: He's brilliant. Guys, guys, brilliant. He's a, he's, he's tactical in his thinking. Uh, It's pretty, pretty unreal.
0: You know, I'll have him on the board this year for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, He's
1: he's a wealth of, he's a wealth of, of, of knowledge and a wealth of, uh, of energy, you know, to tap into. So, Hey guys, uh, I'll leave it at this. So, people have got to, you know, listen to the podcast. If, if you're at a live event, and these guys are there. You got to go meet them. Uh, you just miss us. You. <laughs> you'll hear, <laughs> you'll hear us. <laughs> and then, and then secondly, uh, to end it with the IDA, if you really want to take in and start a revolution, mm-hmm. and this is what I like the best is it won't cost anybody, uh, listening to this a dime and it won't cost the IDA a dime. Start promoting while you're a member, do a video, do a picture, Tell your audience, not the world, tell your local audience why it's important for them to choose an IDA detailer, certified detailer. You wanna see a change? It starts with you. It starts locally. We will start building up that demand one customer at a time. That will be more powerful than anything the IDA could do is if we get every single member out there doing a short 30 second video and putting putting it on to social media and YouTube. And all of a sudden, if we flooded the market with all those videos of why they're IDA certified, why it's important. You will see things start changing right now. So you want to be that you want to take and see change, be the change. Uh, Simple as that because we need it. So guys, fellas, thanks for coming on. It's always a joy. Hopefully with with all this bullshit uh, is, you know, done and we can come back together and uh, you know, it's uh we're in california i don't know when we're going to be able to have large events i'm kind of i'm kind of jealous because you guys are having a meet and greet we we're, we're still not supposed to have any of that kind of stuff <laughs> oops but really we'll see you at mobile tech right i hope so i hope they're not you know oh it's I'm happening just, oh no it's happening it's there's happening. a
2: hashtag mte is happening
0: yeah yeah i mean it's, it's, it's florida
2: man so there's a big difference <laughs> in florida and california so what florida happened- they've reopened all the way like talking to oh, sheldon
0: there was actually an event they had recently that had seven and nine hundred different people there yeah. and it was full-blown ready, yeah, full so. ready to go so oh, now no, the you, only
2: they- thing is not everybody gets to go into the education sessions
0: they, are they sold out yet they have not be. sold out there's but no
2: if they want to go to education, they got to go register now because because of COVID, there's only so many people that will get to go to so the So you education. can't go
0: shoulder to shoulder anymore. So when you're doing your keynote speech that just yeah. everyone's, everyone's flooding in the room because Rennie's speaking. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Education is yeah. definitely
2: going to be different.
1: We're yeah. going to give everybody a key. They can still come in. I just don't give a shit. Yeah.
0: So, whatever. Your uh, keynotes were incredible,
2: but we, I mean, we got to get this scheduled, right? You got to shave my head. Now, Chris is going to be up there on stage. Go. Too. We're going to do it, man. Yeah. We're going to do, do it. We're going to do it. Do it. Uh, but Hey, so if anybody that's listening that wants to go to mobile tech, they can actually save 15%. Just use discount code pints. So oh, I love it. Yeah. Go see, you know, go I see us, go, go see you, like go to mobile tech. It's going to happen. But if you wait, you might not get to go into education. And that, so, that, that's one so of the most crucial
0: days there. Outside of the networking that goes on after the um after the event or during the event. Mo- or education days is one of the Absolutely. most important things. When I first started going, I didn't go to I didn't go to Education Day. Mainly because it was more technical, it was more like paint polishing with Mike Phillips is incredible. I love you, Mike Phillips, but I just don't like to just sit and do, I don't like hands-on stuff. I like business, I like learning things and yeah, stuff like that. Absolutely. So it's become more robust as the years go on. And now it's just, it's, 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 it's incredible. There's a lot of, a lot of business knowledge in the education days. So if you don't go to a lot, that's it what there. they're
2: mostly pushing this year. You got you. a lot of that. that and I what, think there's sanitation stuff. I think there's a lot of stuff relative to, right.
0: But paint to, and pads and all that's great. It's good knowledge for entry-level people for sure. But you're going to make more money in your local community. If you, if you use this amen. community, amen. That's best, best tool you got.
1: Hey guys, take care. It was great t- chatting with you. And uh, thanks for all you do at the industry. We'll see you in February yes. and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. So happy detailing everybody, take care of yourself. We'll see you soon. See you guys. Later guys. Thanks guys.
2: Thank you, Chris. Thanks Rennie.
1: Okay, episode is over. If you got any value from it, leave us a review, share the episode, and find us on TikTok, it would mean the world to me.